Hi guys and welcome back to the Fill Your Boots podcast. Today I am I am joined by the lovely Phoebe Hagen. Hi, how Hello. are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. So for those of you that don't know Phoebe, she is an incredible, incredible bikini bodybuilder. <laughs> Um, but today, I think we're going to try and steer away from bodybuilding and talk about the Phoebe behind bodybuilding. So yeah. start though, let's just start by, let's get the bodybuilding stuff out of the way. Um, <laughs> so I want to focus on the real Phoebe, okay? So talk to me quickly about your bodybuilding career. Okay, so if there's a, I'll try and put it in like a short frame because there's so much to it. But um, so I've been bodybuilding for um, seven. Well, this is actually my eighth year now. So um, eight year, eight years of bodybuilding. Um, very, very long time. I, um, I've been. I'm a bikini athlete. I've been that for eight years now. Um, and I have. I don't even know how many shows I kind of competed in, but I want to say close to over forty. A lot of shows. Very, very, very large amount. Um, but I won my pro card in Spain in 2018 and have been competing as a pro since then. Um, and it's, yeah, it's been a whirlwind, like the career that it's kind of taken, the career path it's taken me down was something that I'd never really expected it to. And I think with bodybuilding, a lot of people never really expect it to be like, no one ever kind of, I guess, unless you've grown up with bodybuilding around you, no one kind of says, when I'm older, I want to be a bodybuilder, you know, like when they get into it because it's something that's very intriguing and they want to kind of pursue it and see what it's about, see if they like it. Because when I stepped on stage I, well, or stepped into like the gym, I never expected to want to step on stage, you know? Um, I never was, I was always that shy girl. I like, I never wanted to be like seen much or anything like that, which is completely the opposite of me now. But I was never really the one for wanting attention. I'd always be doing my workouts at the back of the room, all that type of thing. I didn't want anyone to kind of see me so when I stepped on stage for the first time I was like this is something I've never felt like ever before so it was really really cool um and I actually I, I think there's a fun it's a quite a cool fun fact I guess about me but I actually well I say cool fun fact but like a fact about me that I actually quit university to pursue my career that I have now so I studied in uh business management um and I did my first year said nope this isn't for me this was whilst I was doing kind of my first year of bodybuilding um and I just said no this isn't for me like I'm really not wanting to do like be, carry on anymore because I've never been a very educational person where I sit down take notes I, I just I love going out there and doing things myself um so for me university wasn't for me so I obviously quit and then pursued the world of bodybuilding and kind of you know the online community around that time I think I was around 2017-16 um started to grow a lot more then so I had more friends in the industry that knew what they were doing and you know I could ask for help like how did you start your own business without kind of I guess a degree in a way because I didn't have that um so uh, but yeah, that's pretty much kind of my career. And from from there, I've literally not stopped. Um, and it's been amazing. Like, I, I love the bodybuilding, like, world and stuff. And obviously, I know we're not mainly talking about that today, but it's a big part of my life that has changed a lot of my life. And I can, I always think, like, 
what would I actually be doing without it? It's, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And actually, I was going back to what you said about how you got started into it and you weren't really thinking about stepping on stage at the time. I actually think that's yeah. the best way to do it because you would have just been like entirely focused on your training. So your physique yeah. will have evolved massively. You see so yeah. many people these days that are sort of like they get into the gym, they're immediately thinking about this goal of stepping on stage. Yeah. But realistically you need time you need time, you need to, time. Like, yeah time like, people well. <laughs> will go to the gym. yeah people will go to the gym as first timers and say I want to do a show and they've never set foot in a gym before or they've yeah. never like they've trained for maybe a few months or something and it's something that I always think for the bodybuilding world try doing you know your whole your routine getting into the gym feeling a good diet for yourself not for stage just for yourself do that and then see if you want to kind of step on stage and challenge yourself. Because I always say bodybuilding is to challenge yourself. It's that next level up. It's not like you start from the big, or it's not, I personally would say it's not for beginner beginners that have never been in a gym before or anything like that. Like if you've got a good physique and someone says you should do a show and you've never stepped in, in, in a gym before, I would say just step in a gym, get a good routine going, see how you feel in a couple of months or even a year or two, and then kind of go from there because I think it's a very extreme sport that people aren't aware of um, if that makes sense yeah so, I agree it's great it has so, it has its amazing parts but you have to be determined and really really focused on putting your all into it I think people see the kind of like facade of the, the glitz and glam on the day like, it's yeah. like it looks cool to do but yeah. I don't think people necessarily realize how hard it is. How much goes into it. So yeah. much goes into it, especially the more you get into it and the more you put onto it. So a lot of people are like, they want their pro cards. They want to go to the Olympia. They want to win the Olympia. They want to win a pro show. It's so when those goals level up, there's more that gets put into it, obviously, which is amazing. And, you know, we always want to challenge and stuff, but it is more demanding so that's what you have to realize I think that a lot of people forget that sometimes um but demanding is always good demand I love like having that aspect of like okay cool this is what I've done this time now I can improve and this is what's going to be moving forwards you know so that's gonna I think that's gonna be fun definitely I think it's important to recognize that it's not for everyone like you don't yeah. have do it i'm saying this as a person like you I, i'm at phoebe yeah you used to do it you did do it yeah. like because how many times did you step on stage or how how long ago was it now Twice, you did it twice. 2018 yeah um God, a long time ago then. A while, but phoebe did my posing at the time that's how we know yeah. um <laughs> but like i will be brutally honest like i did the sh i did it to see what i thought of it and it wasn't for me it just wasn't yeah and i don't and think anyone like no one has to do it it's not like the no. next step if you go to the gym it shouldn't be anyway no, I think that's what a lot of people see it as as well. They think, okay, I've now, you know, I might have, you know, built my physique up. I'm happy with it. What do I do now? And I think that's what a lot of lifestyle people, uh, life, I say lifestyle people, lifestyle, you know, just people in the gym in general, that's what they feel like they have to do. If their goal, if they've completed their goal of, you know, getting the body they want, they're happy with it. They want to maintain it. They're like, do I just maintain it? Or do I now just go into a show or do I do something different to challenge myself even more? And I think that's something you just have to then look at and be like, I always say to people, what do you want out of bodybuilding? Because there's a lot to it. Uh, like not just the dieting aspect or getting down to stage or anything like that. You have to look into everything and dedicate yourself for at least for even five months of you know 
dieting, then reversing out of it, making sure you're in a good place after and before. And it, not even four or five months, that's like minimum. So um, it's a case of really looking into what you actually want to do and why you want to do it versus like, yeah, I'll just give it a go. Um, if that makes sense for sure. No, definitely makes sense. And I do think when when it gets really hard on a prep, you need to know why you're doing it. Otherwise, yeah. you just uh-huh. can't. Like, you just can't. It's too yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And this is the thing. That's what I, and obviously I know. I, I don't know if obviously many people know this or not that are listening anyway. But obviously I recently got an invite to the Arnold's in Ohio and I decided to uh, decline it or I decided to pull out, sorry, um, at four weeks out because... I had a lot more going on that I needed to, and I know I wasn't going to bring my best. I needed more than four weeks to be bringing my best. And I was really back and forth with it because I was like, Phoebe, you can push through. Like, and I can happily push through. Like, I'm very mentally strong where I can just like put my blinders on and go kind of rogue in a way. But would I be bringing, like, would it be kind of overtaking my why? Yes, because I know I wouldn't be bringing my best. I knew I wouldn't be enjoying the process, which don't get me wrong, it's not all about enjoying the process fully, but if I'm miserable and I'm I'm doing I'm not doing it for me anymore, why am I doing it? So for me, that's what I've always tried to say very, very true to myself. And no bigger the show, no what no matter what show it is, I will always try and stay true to that. Um and don't get me wrong, I was trying to push through because you know, sometimes it's a case of like just shut up and man up type thing, but enough is enough in a way so you have to kind of make those decisions and say remember your why like you said remember your why why you're doing this um and stay true to it as much as you can definitely like on a much much lesser scale when I was competing which was nowhere near the standard of when you were competing no but it's still it's the still same it's the same thought process 100% yeah so I, I qualified for the finals and I hadn't mentally prepared for like prepping for even yeah. longer um and yeah. I remember this exact day I was sat on my bed I had my phone in my hand I had um Papa John's up on my phone and I was like I want to give up. Like, I'm just not with it anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> oh my God. I've never been so close to just ordering a pizza. But I yeah. did feel through that actually, in hindsight, I kind of wish I hadn't. Like, I didn't enjoy yeah. that part. It wasn't for me. I'd already tapped out at that point. I was done. Yeah. Like, when you mentally clocked out, which I had at this point, like, I was mentally clocked out already so my body wasn't responding to me doing any of this cardio the dieting anything at all and then having to then push harder because my body wasn't responding in the way that we wanted to wasn't the best thing to do for my mindset for my body anyway so I was like I had to make a decision and just put me first and be like look this is what is needed it sucked because I would have loved to do the show don't get me wrong but you also have to take like we said stay true to you um so again it it's it's not for everyone it's not for you know the general population because it's I always think I think people forget this that bodybuilding is like everyone knows about bodybuilding everyone knows who Miss Olympia is Mr Olympia is no one really knows so like there's there's so many people that don't know who you know these top level names are or anything like that anyway so it is just a case of bringing yourself back down to earth sometimes for sure definitely definitely so let's go back to well before that. Like, what got you onto this path? Like, were you a sporty kid? Like, what sort of got you into it? So I, I've always been into some sort of like sport as a kid, but nothing ever sticked. So like, I did like I'm talking like everything. Like, I did like dance, ballet. I like modern tap. I did uh, ballet. I did uh, basketball. I did netball. 
I did gymnastics. Like I did so many things, but I'd literally do them for like two months and be like, mm, don't want to do it anymore. Like I was terrible. And then I uh, found um, a cheerleading, com- uh, like a cheerleading organization um, in my hometown. And that stuck for eight years. That was something that I would, I say this all the time, but that 100% has made me the determined person I am today. Cause at a young age, especially I was around 15, 14, 15. And uh, when I first started and I'll co- my coaches, Breen and Andy, um, shout out to them. They were, th- the way that they taught us how to do things, it was very much like, it's very determined and like teaching us, like if we want to win, if we want to do things correctly, we have to put in the time and effort. And it was very like, at the time I was looking at it like, oh, this is so much like effort putting it into it and this, that, the other. But now looking back on it, it's like, it that's like completely synced into every part of my life, like within business, within bodybuilding, within all of the things. And I think a lot of the people even from cheer have taken away from that as well, that like as a young kid, you have to kind of realize that not everything's going to be given to you. Like you have to work for all these things that you want. Um, and we ended up going to like America and competing a few times. Um, so like, it was really, really cool as a kid to kind of like experience those things. Um, at a young age um and then as time goes on obviously I then got into the gym which was actually next door to the cheerleading facilities where we were at so it was a cheerleading facility one side and then the, like a literally like an old school bodybuilder gym the other side um and I was a back spot so I was not going up in the air or anything like that because I was way too tall um and I was like I want to get stronger so I went to the gym asked them about a membership and all that type of thing and uh started at the gym uh like just working out there I was kind of like upstairs like going on YouTube just doing like little booty workouts and like ab workouts at the beginning um uh, because obviously I had no clue what I was doing um and then I started to kind of know a little bit more um about the world of um just fitness in general not bodybuilding at this point um but just the world of fitness um and then I met my boyfriend Max and he kind of showed me like the ropes the world of bodybuilding and like what it entails and he was like you should do a show and then all of a sudden I was like okay like let's give it a go let's let's see what it's about and then it, the rest was history I just stepped on stage in 2016 and yeah it was like obviously never looked back so it was really cool but before that it was um it was a bit of a rocky road like before because but well during cheer was great I think the 2015 I want to say um was probably one of the rockiest roads for me because my mum passed away so I feel like cheer definitely helped that because that was the only thing that was consistent in my life at that time. So we, so I kind of threw myself into cheer. I was doing a lot more extra work there. I was kind of doing a lot more sessions there because I was like, I don't want to be home. Um, and that's why I kind of threw myself into the gym a little bit more because I was like, I don't want to be at home, you know? Um, I wanted to make sure that I was out doing different things. And I was like, let's just focus on what I need to do, this, that, the other. Um, and then I started university that same year in October and then I started also working at the gym that was next to the chilling facilities as well so it was kind of like I had so much more going on but I was doing that all because of circumstances that had happened so and that's obviously then when I met Max as well at the same time so it was kind of like a it was a great I say great it was a great way to kind of come into the world of bodybuilding because it I was really really determined to make sure that I was like doing it for me in a way um because I was already invested so much into the world of cheer and all that type of thing and I was like right, if I go into this you know bodybuilding thing and 
um, put my really put myself into it. I want to make sure I'm doing it for me and no one else and all that type of thing. So yeah, I really put myself put a lot into it at that time because it was a very tough time for me at, at that time. Yeah, of course, of course. God, that's so much for someone to go. Through. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, but it's amazing at the same time because I genuinely think like going to the gym or even just being involved in a sport is like the best way to switch off from everything else that's yeah. going on. Like it really is. Yeah. So, the fact so I, it's even like, yeah, it's even like when you when you have like just normal day to day like stresses, not even things that are kind of you know really big, like little small things that may be stressing you out. Going to the gym and just like I really try and make sure, especially when I'm at the gym, it's sometimes a bit harder now with obviously the world of you know content creating and all that sort of thing. You have to be on your phone to film things and this and the other. But sometimes when I'm just, I just literally put on a playlist. I'll go on Do Not Disturb. And I'm just clocked out. Like I won't even like headphones on. Don't talk to me. Not in a mean way or anything, but I was like, this is my my time to kind of like be by myself, you know? And I think that that was definitely a time that that was very, very like I needed that a lot of the time. Um, and even now, like I, I have those times where I'm like, you know, it, everything's ever overwhelming. There's a lot going on. Da, da, da. So I'm like, right, let's go to the gym. Let's just clock out. And it's not a bad thing to do that. It's not ignoring it. Cause I think a lot of people think, oh, you're ignoring your stresses. And I'm like, no, I just need time to breathe. <laughs> I need my time. So, um, but yeah, I really, I really, I'm happy that I am in the world of bodybuilding fitness in general, um, because I think it definitely, I don't want to say saved me in a way, but it definitely helped me get through a very, very tough time in my life. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's amazing. Um, so moving on, most of my listeners will be really interested in this mindset that you have towards fitness. And it is such an incredible sort of tool for you, I guess. Like yeah huge part of what you do is obviously being so focused and the things that you're thinking about have you ever struggled with your relationship with food or your body image along with you know all the preps that you've done because I know that that can be incredibly challenging for a lot of women yeah and uh, do you know I think it's 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 very hard it's hard I think so to answer kind of I guess like the first part of the question with the mindset and the focus thing it's I think a lot of people think that we are determined every single day. And I'm talking like, it's probably like a 50-50 thing. Like, I think a lot of people think every single day I wake up and I'm like, right, I'm ready to go. Let's kill the day. <laughs> Some days I'm literally waking up like, right, let's do this. Let's go. Come on. It, it, that's when it's more like, it's not like, let's do this. It's more like, right, let's go. Okay, let's get it. Let's get it going. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not always fire in my heart, fire in my belly type thing every single day. And I think that's what everyone needs to remember because I think people think it has to be like that every day. And if they're not like that, then they've already failed. Do you know what I mean? Which it's disappointing. Yeah, which is not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that's another thing that a lot of people think like motivation is like a thing that is you have to have all the time to get to where you need to be or to get the body you want or anything like that, which it's not like some days, obviously, even for lifestyle clients, for example, if they're not seeing results and it's sometimes not very, it's not motivating when I'm not seeing my results of getting leaner for stage, it's not motivating, but it's consistency that's going to get us the results that we want. And that's same with like life in general. Like if my business was, if I'd quit when my business was like, 
you know, having a down day or like something wasn't going right, I wouldn't have a business. I'd be working for someone else because like what type of mindset is that to have when one thing doesn't go, you know, your way or you're not focused every single day. If you're not focused and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm just not going to bother today. Sometimes I have those days where I have, you know, everything planned and I'm like, I'm going to have a productive day tomorrow. It gets to the day and I'm like, I'm just not going to do it. I really, I just want to, I'm just going to do it tomorrow or I'll do it less today or, and it's, making sure that you still obviously get things done but doing what is again best for you because that's what I always think is the be- they're the best type of mindset and just making sure you're consistent with the- those feelings um but no in terms of determination my focus it's not always there and I think like I said everyone has to remember that that it's not going to be fire in my belly all the time um in terms of body image I think I personally have always even when I was doing chair and stuff like that I've always had a very good relationship with my body and knowing what it's capable of in a way, if that makes sense. So for example, when we, when I used to do cheer, we used to wear these cropped uniforms um, or we used to wear uniforms. Then we changed to crops. Now I remember at that time, everyone, I mean, it was like kind of the era of like everyone loved doing ab workouts and like everyone would do like 50 sit-ups and think they'd have abs like the next day that was like the the thing I think back in like 2015 or like 14 it was like I'll do loads of abs that means I get abs like it's not like yes it's going to build the muscle that's there but if you also then don't lose the body fat they're not going to show like that do you know what I mean it's there's a lot more into it (laughs) instead of just doing abs like I'm going to do abs abs every single day that means I'm going to have abs by the end of the week no um (laughs) so but we were in that era of like when we changed from kind of like obviously a lot like uh covering the stomachs to cropped uniforms and don't get me wrong we were all around like the ages of like I think like 16 to upwards um I think a lot of people then started to take more notice in how they looked I didn't give a fuck <laughs> I didn't care I was still like eating pizza like the night before shows um obviously the, the cheer shows and stuff like that when we were wearing the cropped uniforms I really didn't care like if I was hungry I was gonna eat food like I don't get me wrong I was genetically already I had a slightly smaller waist than some other people on the team so people were more conscious of things yes but I've always had that kind of relationship where if my body's if I'm happy in my body and I'm happy with the way it looks I'm not going to change it in a sense if that makes sense um and that's what I kind of feel like with the world of bodybuilding and stuff like that as well so when I'm on stage I know that stage lean physique is for a purpose it's not personally for me I don't like living in that body every single day um and I would say I actually probably have more I'd say not body dysmorphia but thoughts about my body in not a negative connotation but like slightly more negative way when I'm leaner or getting leaner like when we're probably at that four weeks out mark um onwards to what I am in my off season I love being in my off season I love feeling curvy I love feeling thick I love feeling like womanly like I love both bodies that I have um if that makes sense like so I've never kind of looked at it in a way of like I hate my off-season body but I know this is for gaining muscle so I'm just going to get on with it because I don't think that's a very I also don't think that's a very good mindset to have either when you know people will Put on a lot of weight because they feel like they have to because it's an off season. I always I always think you need to be happy with what you're doing. And if it's a slow pace, that's absolutely fine as well. But I think 
that yeah I think I've always had that good relationship so I'm happy that I have that mindset but I know it doesn't always come that easy for other people for, for even for me when I was first getting into it sometimes it was it was a little bit more difficult when I was putting on the weight but then once I realized it's it's my normal body it's not like I'm getting bigger in terms of like there, there's a problem a problem with me I keep doing the the quotation marks but um it's not like that I have a problem or anything like that. I'm putting on normal, healthy body fat. So it's not a case of something that I should be worried about um, unless anything comes back, you know, on like skew if or something like that, you know. But I'm happy that I have that type of, you know, mindset. Definitely. And it's not like you have to go to the extremes of like a no. serious off season either. Um, yeah. I was talking about this in my masterclass the other day by the way you guys can send me a dm and i'll send it to you no but seriously i was talking about this like people think that there's kind of like this distinction that you even have to be you either have to be in a serious bulk or a serious cut and there's like no in between yeah. but actually the most underrated phase is kind of like maintenance or just above maintenance and sort of yeah. building muscle at a pace well, we're obviously not going to build a huge amount of muscle in one go. So going above and beyond that in an off season, all you're doing is laying down ridiculous body fat that you don't need and it's not going to be helpful. And then when, like you, when you go to diet again, you'll be like, oh, I'm not as big as I thought I was. I just got fat. It doesn't, doesn't, it's not, it's not that, it doesn't need to be so extreme in both ends of the spectrum. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people, again, it's, it all depends on the person because this is taken out of context. It could be to one person. It could be no to another person. But some people think they have in an off season, they have to gain a large amount of body fat and they have to stay there. They have to be really unhappy. And some people think they have to be really, really lean in the off season. So they have to, you know, build whatever you need to do to that you're happy with. That's the pace you need to go. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that some people think, okay, I've got six months, I have to put on as much weight as I can because that's the amount of muscle that I'm going to put on and da, 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 da. No, it's not going to work. It's not going to work like that. Um, but no, I think it's, uh, this is something that I've always w- I've tried to show. Um, and I think for me, posting about it sometimes is harder than actually feeling it because I just, I'm just feeling happy in my body and I'm like happy with it. But even when sometimes you take photos and there's not a line there anymore that used to be there, sometimes that can be jarring in a way that you're like, hmm, why is that line not there? I've probably put on body fat, but who cares at the same time? Do you know what I mean? But I think sometimes in those senses, I do get those, you know, sometimes feelings where I'm like, oh, I am feeling a little bit thick today or I am, you know, I have a few less lines than I did last few weeks ago. But I always try and bring myself down like, Phoebe, this is your normal body. Like there's, you shouldn't always have to look for lines and this, that, the other, because you're not on stage right now. You're not on a bodybuilding, like judging stage. Like no one cares if you've got this line here or this line there in a selfie mirror. They only really care about what you look like on stage. And that's what you always have to remember. Um, Because I think sometimes it's easy to forget that. It really is easy to forget that. I know. And body image just isn't a constant anyway. Like it is, it's entirely an emotional response. It's not factual at all. So like anyone has these feelings from time to time, like you, obviously you look incredible to me and I'm going to look at you and be like, you look (laughs) freaking insane. But to you, like you'll have some days, just like I have some days, just like everyone else has some days where like, we're just not feeling it for whatever reason. And that's totally okay. Yeah. And I think that that's what needs to be brought to light a little bit more because I also have a, quite a few people that are just lifestyle people that are like, I'm never going to compete 
in my life but I like watching your you know your journey your lifestyle it motivates me yeah. in my gym like in my gym sessions this that the other and I think for them sometimes even like they think okay if Phoebe thinks like this and she's you know an athlete yeah you know, she does the bodybuilding thing whatever she then then I can feel like this as well like I can feel okay with you know not having to see all these lines and it has to be here and it has to be there if that makes sense um so I think that's really important to remember it really is definitely so coming off that mindset thing, I know you have some hugely successful businesses too, such as the posing portal. Do you think that your qualities that you've learned in your sort of fitness world, I know you mentioned this earlier, but do you think those have kind of transferred across to how you run your business? Yeah, definitely. I think, so the reason I went to university in the first place was to have my own business. So that was like, that was the reason, the whole sole purpose, why I kind of went to university was kind of the... I mean, it, it was a very last minute decision as well. So I knew my heart wasn't very much in it. I was like, what do I do? Like, how do I do this? And I was like, okay, let's go to university, see what happens. Um, but the reason I wanted to go to university in the first place was to have my own on like business, not even online, but just in, in person. I wanted to be a PT. I wanted to PT people, you know, all over where I was from, all that type of thing. And I was like, okay. And then obviously slowly build up my business within the fitness world more and more as time goes on. I was like, okay, how do I do that? I have no clue how to do that at all. So I was like, let's obviously get my um, qualifications, this, that, the other, and then go to university. So I did my PT qualifications, all that type of thing. And then obviously went to university. Um, and I would honestly say, and don't get me wrong, I think university and education is a very, very good tool and you do need those qualifications in life for certain subjects and all that type of thing. But I think I learned more in my life and life experiences, what I went through to run a business than I did at that one kind of one year at university, if that makes sense, um, which really speaks to me a lot because I feel like because I went through a lot in terms of, you know, seeing how other people ran their businesses, like my, you know, my two friends from cheer and all that sort of thing, that that's completely sold like their own business that they started from scratch. They don't, that both of them kind of, um, I think one of them went to uni, but not, they don't have a sole degree on how to run cheer. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's done through experience. Um, and I think that's for me when I started obviously then into the bodybuilding world and showcasing off like what I was doing, like my workouts, my shapes, you know, what I was doing with my diet, that type of thing. People started to ask questions and obviously the way that I then, you know, answered them, it kind of like brought the businesswoman out in me. I was like, okay, if I, I answer this a bit more professionally, this and the other, I can then start to get the feel for how I can run my own business, how I'd rep be replying to clients, this, that, the other. So it from when I kind of first started like the whole Instagram thing of when, like I said, when I was posting my workouts and stuff, I was like, okay, how can I turn this into a business? Because social media nowadays is like a great, it's like not the only way, but it's a very, like I'm talking like 90% of, the like the best thing to have if you have your own business because you're going to connect with so many people that you didn't even know existed um that potentially want the products that you're selling if that makes sense so um but I think within bodybuilding within cheer that definitely taught me the determination to to run my own business to if you work hard you're going to get what you want so I worked hard. I kind of like obviously did shows, was asking people about how they run their businesses, this, that, the other. And it was just through word of mouth, asking a few people through experiences. I then took on like two clients, like not even advertising, like anything. It was just people that were saying, do you do plans? And I'm like, 
I do, I don't, but I can take you on and at a lower price and this, that, the other, and then slowly grow it from there. Um, and I think sometimes, especially for people that are coming, you know, making their own business and stuff like that, I think people are scared now because there is so much out there. But I think definitely just take your time with it. It's all, it always comes down to taking your time with it. Um, take your time, take on small amount of clients if you feel like you need to at first and then kind of build it from there. Take on a small amount of work, then take it from there type thing. Um, but I feel like, yeah, the determination definitely built it up for me. Um, or the determination I had when I was like in cheer and um, in the body winning world, like if you want something, you, ha- you have to you have to work for it. Yeah, definitely. And I completely agree with what you said, by the way, about kind of just experiencing it is like the best way to learn with it. Like I'm speaking as someone who did the academic route, you know, I did yeah. my degree. I did my degree. Thing, I was like, I swear she's done uni. I, I think she's, yeah. uh, you've totally completed uni and stuff as well. Yeah, I got, I did my master's, but like I, as much as I did learn a lot doing that, I got yeah. taught nothing about how to run a business. Like absolutely yeah. fuck all. It's so, so hard. Yeah. Cause it's like, like the modern day that we have like the modern world that we live in now they don't teach that at university I feel anyway I don't know if we do or not but that's what I I think anyway so it becomes very difficult for what we then need to kind of put out there don't get me wrong there's so many so many routes that people go down that are very very different to what we do I think just what we do is very it's still very modern world if that makes sense it's not the norm you know I don't know if it depends on where you go to uni. I mean, yeah. I went to I went to Loughborough and everything was steered at staying in academia in some way, shape or form. Like you either did yeah. a PhD, you became a lecturer or like you did something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was very, I was going to say a lecturer that was very similar to like yeah. if you want to run your own business, like trying to, like it was trying to steer your, like it wasn't even like trying to think about like a business. It was kind of like steering you to still be working for someone, awesome. if that makes sense. Which exactly. It just, yeah. I just kind of then just switched off a lot of the time because I was like, this isn't what I signed up for at all. But obviously I know that at the time it wasn't right for me. That, that was just my experience. You know what I mean? So oh, I have no doubt that so many people have like learned a lot from university, but just for me, it just wasn't, wasn't the one. Um, yeah. And I feel like I learned a lot more from my experiences that I went through and like, I was fly- like when I was flying for, you know, flying and going to bodybuilding shows and stuff like that. I felt like I when like, the people that I met and the people that I knew, the people like spoke to about like their businesses. I felt like I got more from that um, because I then kind of then was like, OK, I can do this situation and try this out. And when I did that, I was like, OK, this works. So I think it's just trial and error for everyone running a business. Um, it's always going to be trial and error. Like you could even for people that are like have already made it and they have like multi-million businesses, they still do try and error. I have, I have no like no doubt. Um, so, yeah, that's what I think anyway. No, I completely agree. I definitely think you just have to do it and you have to try. Like yeah. running a business is not easy. You're going to make so many fucking mistakes. Yeah, like I've made so many. And even now, like even the, like the last few months, there's so many things that I'm like, oh my God, I could have done that way better. Or yeah. I should have done this or I should have done that. And like, it's it's so hard to then think, oh, but this person's so successful and they did it this way. It's not going to work for you sometimes. And I think that's what people think like, okay, this person did this, so I'm going to do that and it's going to work for me. And it could like literally not work at all, you know? Um, But you then have to be like, okay, instead of crumbling, instead of being like, okay, it's not worked, so I'm going to give up, you stand up like, right, what do I do next to make the next decision even better than before? Again, trial and error. So I think that's definitely something that in this modern day now is a lot more, not accepted but like 
well, yeah, accepted in a way like, okay, let's try it again. Versus a lot of the times if people back in the day, like 2000, I'm talking like 2014, 15, like time, if something was to go wrong, people just stop. People will quit and they'll be like, oh, I can't bother. Because that's what I was very much like before I started cheer, bodybuilding, all that type of thing. Yeah, amazing. It was really interesting to know. Um, <laughs> so you also, this is completely out on a limb, but you took the point <laughs> decided to move to Dubai, right? Yes, I did. So that was, yeah. I mean, that wasn't even planned. So like everyone was like, why did you move to Dubai? And I was like, I have no clue. Um, I, it was during obviously the COVID year, um, but I actually had, so I think in the kind of COVID year, it was around, mm, I want to say like October, 2020 time where Dubai started to open up. And you could go to Dubai um, and visit Dubai if you had, a, I think, a COVID test or something like that. So it was a, a, a positive, not positive, negative COVID test. Um, and I a lot of people were going then. Yeah, I just yeah. went a period of time where everyone just fucked up Dubai and Dubai. Everything was open. Everything was open. And I remember seeing my like friends and stuff like on the stories and stuff like that. And I was like, why is everything open? Nothing is open here. Like nothing. I was like, what is going on? So like, it was it was so weird and like i i've been to dubai i went to dubai in 2000 and the end of 2019 for like a uh, an expo here and i just didn't get the vibe i was like i don't like it here like i'm not a fan like it's okay but it's not like me if that makes sense and then um i randomly booked a flight for me and max to go over to dubai in december 2020 not knowing obviously anything about you know the covid thing i booked it obviously in covid like okay hopefully by this time things will be sorted we can go there we can relax because you know everyone's been saying it's really really fun it's really really nice all that sort of thing it was literally a holiday like we were going there for holiday and then we realized that was the only country open like I swear in the world like nowhere else was open I was looking at America America was shut UK was shut EU shut like everything was closed apart from Dubai it was so weird um so I before all of that books the flights in July time comes obviously you know October 2020 then people start to go there and I was like oh this is gonna be really fun because there's gonna be a lot of our friends there now because like everyone just keeps going there um and then we got there and I was thinking, obviously, by this time, like the UK will probably be open, like surely it's going to be open or it's going to be better. And it obviously wasn't. Um, and I booked to only go there for I think we booked to go there for two weeks um, and it came around to like it ending. And I was like, I don't want to go. I was like, I don't want to go back to the UK, where obviously at the time it was not the nicest place. And even before that, um, I was really struggling because I was just coming out of a show that I just you know, finish and we went straight into lockdown. So it was like, I remember the show actually got moved. So it was supposed to be on a Saturday and it was actually on a Wednesday because then the Thursday, the entire of the UK got shut down until April. I don't know if you, do you remember that time where it was like November to April where it was just shut? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that and that was the time yeah that was the time where I just come out obviously my show and then everything kind of went into lockdown. Was that the and same? I was struggling a lot. The second one. That's the second lockdown, yeah. Because yeah. the first lockdown was March. Yeah. Till like I don't know. When it? Forever. <laughs> I know. I, I'm like, it seems like a lifetime ago, and I still can't believe that we actually went through that. I was like, we actually had to like the world shut down. Like I always say this to like Max and like, do you remember the time where the world shut down? Like the not not like UK or EU, the entire world shut down. Yeah. 
Like that's I remember crazy. When we first we, when we first went into lockdown, everyone was convinced it was gonna be like two weeks. <laughs> Do you remember? I mean it's like, oh, it's like a this is gonna be blown over in like two like in two weeks, like a, a week or so. Like and it was like it it still blows my mind, like actually going through it. I know obviously we were just sat on our phones watching TikTok and it wasn't like really like that demanding from where we were sat sometimes, but it's crazy to think what was actually going on. Do you know what I mean? So, but anyway, um, yeah, so that was, I came out of my show, went into that and that was quite a mentally tough time because I just felt very isolated at that time. Um, then we went to Dubai two weeks we were there, came around and I was like, I don't want to leave. This lifestyle was actually a lot more fun than I thought. Um, last time I was here, I went in, in 2019, I was I must have not done as much because when I went in 2020, I was like, this is insane. Man. This is so much fun. Um, and I was talking to a lot more people that were obviously living there and at the time and stuff. And the the pricing of houses and like the pricing of things in general wasn't as expensive as I thought. Because I think a lot of people think you own, like it's, it's very, very expensive. And don't get me wrong, it can be expensive, but London can be expensive. You know what I mean? London can be expensive. Uh, the UK can be expensive. America, right now with their inflation, very expensive. Like it's everywhere can be expensive, but I think a lot of people think Dubai is like even more extravagant, but it's not as bad as I thought it was. And the quality of life you get for what you pay, it's like a, paying a little bit more than London, but the quality and the what you get is so much better. So I was kind of like, looking into how I started and this is the thing once I have something on my mind I cannot get it off so like a week and a half in I was like I don't want to go and he was like neither do, and my, I was Max was like neither do I and I was like I know I don't want to go like I'm not going like this is a this isn't me saying I'm not going like I don't want to go I'm not going I'm That's not leaving um, <laughs> yeah I was like I, I, that was me like I'm not leaving I'm not leaving like I literally was like I don't want to leave yeah. Um, because I'd already looked at houses, I was looking at places to live and like gyms to like, you know, go into all that sort of thing. I, I kind of had already like you decided. decided in my head. Yeah. And then obviously we were setting up the posing portal at the time. It was launching in March, 2021. So I was like, if I set up the business here, mm. we don't pay any tax on it, which was obviously a great, great thing for me to do. Or we obviously set up in the UK. So we kind of have to decide whether or not we're doing that kind of soon because obviously whichever one I do set up in is a huge difference yes. so um we decided to obviously set up up here um obviously then we kind of moved and made the process to kind of do that and if I'm honest it's it's I love it because it's such a different it's just a different aspect of life or just a different experience to life like you can just do a lot more and I love doing like doing things like I'm very much a person that loves to do things like I love routine as well, but I love to do different things. I like to experience life a lot. So when I was here, I was I've never experienced like so many things in like the lot like two weeks. So I was like, I want to make sure that I can do this like in life just in general, if that makes sense. So I kind of like took control and was like, I don't want to just have like a job where I'm just like, at the office all the time and then I only have time for the weekends I was like I want to just randomly go to the beach on you know I mean you can definitely do that in the UK but a lot less times but I want to go to the beach and go pa paddle boarding and then go for lunch and this like, like randomly and be happy with life if that makes sense so I kind of was like let's just take a leap and see what happens and then yeah the rest is history <laughs> so we've almost been here three years now I think so it'll be no it'll be three years this year the end of this year so, which is crazy to think. <laughs> but amazing that you love it. Yeah. Such, it's such a lot of fun. And I think a lot of people say like, oh, you know, wh why would you, why would you want to move there? Um, and I think my like answer to that is kind of like, 
like like I just kind of explained, because I want more out of life. And I don't think that's a selfish thing either, because I think a lot of people sometimes, when I say, like, you know, strangers, I'll say, oh, I live in Dubai. And they're like, oh, that's fancy. Like, but I'm like, no, it's actually not. Like, we live in an area that's literally, we're paying the same rates as almost what we were when we were back in the UK. Um, but we, I just want more from life. Do you know what I mean? I think that's something that sometimes people look at as a negative thing. They're like, oh, you want to do this? You want to do that? And I'm like, yeah. Because, like, we only get this one life. Like, why wouldn't you want to experience it as much as you can? Um, so, yeah, I, I, that's kind of the, the the sole reason kind of I moved to Dubai. It was because I just wanted more, you know. To be fair, I love that idea. The the idea of just being able to go and paddleboard in the middle of the day. Oh, my I God. I love it. <laughs> just randomly, like, I've got a free afternoon. Let's do something. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's doing it wrong. We do get these times, like... At the moment, we're a lot busier, so we're obviously not doing it as much. Like, that's absolutely fine. And that's going to be like, it's going to be, they're going to have times that are going to happen like that. But um, I definitely like the idea of just like, let's just go and do this. Let's just go and do that. And it just, it just brings me like really like a grateful vibe to what I've built. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I really, I really built this and I'm happy with the life that I've built, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So what do you see in the next five to 10 years of your life? This is like an interview, <laughs> like a job. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. It's so weird because I got asked that question, I think a few weeks ago. And I literally was like, I have no clue. No. Because, and the reason I say that is it, it, literally because of the whole Dubai situation. Like I, we never, like I've been to, I went to Dubai once and I went a lot when I was a kid, but not, Dubai was definitely not what it is like now when, in 2005. Like I went in 2005 with my parents we were at my friend's house a lot of the time like I didn't know what was going on you know and then 2019 I didn't even like Dubai so why did I move to Dubai I have no clue still like but we never planned to do that so I feel like and we never planned COVID we never wanted COVID like all of these things happen without us kind of wanting to if that makes sense I have plans but there's the I try and not force too much out of like those five to 10 year kind of spectrums, if that makes sense. Because I feel like you plan it and it can all change. Like you could say five, five years from now, that's a huge difference. Like five years ago, for example, I didn't think I'd like be, you know, going on the Olympia stage and, you know, seventh in the world, like this happened. I'm like, that's mind blowing to me. But that was never that was never planned like I never planned to do that either if that makes sense so it's so hard for me to say in five years I'm gonna do this or in five years I want to do this um I think it's it's so hard to kind of like put that into the spectrum but I definitely want to grow aspects of like my businesses and stuff like that and definitely invest myself more into different areas like of bodybuilding and stuff like that um or sorry outside of bodybuilding um because, you know, I do bodybuilding every single year, pretty much for the last eight years. I've competed every single year for the last eight years. And I do enjoy doing that. But I think now as the times come, I've done less and less and less shows, which I do enjoy doing less shows because then it gives me uh, a chance to put myself into more business aspects and kind of, you know, put myself into that um, a little bit more. So, but I think definitely growing, um, I have a clothing line that I kind of released, I guess, the end of last year and that went really well so I want to try and do another launch this year or like maybe two launches and see how those go and grow those um build the posing portal up a little bit more like we were talking about before maybe start a podcast (laughs) randomly like little things like that I want to try and like grow a little bit more and like showcase off a little bit more of me and stuff like that so that's kind of what I want to do in the next like five years I I think 10 years I'm like 
do I want 10 uh, kids in 10 years? I don't know. Do I want a house? I don't even know if I'm going to be in Dubai anymore. I have no yeah. clue. So it's Too crazy to think <laughs> that. Yeah, it's crazy to think like that far ahead. Um, because you're like it, everything could be different. I probably won't be on stage anymore. Um, to think of it like that. Um, but what I like about that idea is that I've already set things up for me when I come out of my competing career, if that makes sense. Absolutely. So like when I stop competing, it's not like, what am I going to do? Like I have nothing else to do, if that makes sense. Um, I like that I already have that, you know, I'm going to invest myself into my posing portal, my uh, clothing, my other aspects of business, that type of thing. Um, whereas I think sometimes people think, you know, they can do just bodybuilding and that be it. And then, they have nothing else after, which I think is a bad thing to kind of do, you know? So I think it's always good to have something to not fall back on, but have another identity, have other like passions that you want to proceed into, if that makes sense, versus just solely focusing on like one thing, like not putting all your eggs in one basket, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. We should ask the listeners to this. What should Phoebe do for her podcast? Um, She wants to do a podcast. (laughs) Just do a podcast that isn't necessarily about bodybuilding, mindset related. Yeah. How are you feeling, guys? Because I'm gonna. Keep... I know. Comments, comments. Give me comments. Throw me comments. Send me yeah. DMs. I want to know. I want to know because I'm like, <laughs> I want to do something very like, yeah, like very controversial. Something that that gets people's minds turning. You know what I mean? But I have no clue what that could be. <laughs> so, yeah. I know everyone's gonna be like, do this, and I'm like, oh no, I've started something not not too great. <laughs> I know, um, but yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited. I think that's something I definitely, that's for me, 2023, I said to myself, I was like, I want to showcase more of me off, like more of my life. Like, obviously I show a lot of my preps off, but I want to show off more of my lifestyle, my thoughts, my feelings, like my mind, if that makes sense, a lot more um, in 2023 and just kind of connect with people in that level a little bit more. So um, yeah, definitely hopefully try and do that this year. Love that. Love that. Do you have any advice last um for the last question for anyone wanting to follow in your footsteps? <laughs> Move to Dubai. I'm like, oh, oh, there's so many things I could say. I'm like, oh, there's so many things I could say. I would say be patient. Just yeah. be patient because I remember younger Phoebe. And it's funny because Facebook, I, I don't use Facebook and I only went on Facebook, I think a few weeks ago, I logged back in because I needed to do something on like a chat or something. And I was like, oh my God, this is so weird. This is like a whole, it's like all, like my entire life before bodybuilding, like is just in like sat in one like little app. I was like, this is so weird. And it got me into like a big, big hole of like looking through like my like life in like 2005 and not 2005, like 2012 and stuff like that. I was like, this is so weird. And I remember I was, I was, my last post I think I did was like, um, please follow my fitness page, which at the time was just another fitness blogger. And now I've changed it to just my name. Um, But I was like, please follow me because I really want to be sponsored. And I was really persistent on wanting to be like, I really want to do this. I really want to do that. I really want to be sponsored and this, that, the other. And I was really persistent on that. But if I'd just been like a bit more patient, then I'd realize like all these things come with time, if that makes sense. And I remember that feeling like, I just want to be sponsored. I just want to be sponsored. I just want to be at this point in my life. I just want to be on stage, like like the Olympians are, at, like when I've just literally done my first show, do you know what I mean? So I was really like, I want this, I want this, but just be patient with it because it will come with the work you put in. So I think to anyone that wants to either follow me or their entire fitness journey or just journey in general, be patient with it because the things that we want don't come quick, I think. So um, I think definitely just try and be patient with things we want. 
love that great advice well it was so yeah. good to chat to you today thank you so much thank you thank you for having me on it really means a lot yeah I'm gonna come on your podcast when you start it <laughs> yes I was gonna I'm gonna ask you I'm gonna ask you next time it'll be my podcast next time so we'll definitely do that <laughs> I have lots of controversial opinions so <laughs> yes. that. that's, that's what we want to hear we want we want opinions we want all all of the the minds brilliant brilliant all right well thank you so much for joining me I'll see you guys in the next episode uh and I'll see Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much. <laughs>